Right now, today, Lowe's is open. Open to build, open to reassure, open to provide the help, support, and supplies that keep our homes working. Open to the idea that when we work together, we can bring it all together. It's what we've always done and what we'll continue to do because home is what unites us. Lowe's, here for you, in-store or 24-7 at Lowe's.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Pod Street Bullies, also known as the Pod Street Pub, because right now there's really no hockey to talk about, and we need to stay busy. Uh, regardless, my name is Derek. Hi, I'm John Gove. Uh, God damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Derek and John here. We are we are with two guests that I guess you could say kind of one hour um you want to call it a contest here, but we have Nathaniel Marlowe, producer at 97.5 The Fanatic. Nathaniel, please say hi to everybody. Let us know where we can find you. Hello, gentlemen. What's up? Thanks for having me on. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nat underscore Marlowe. Perfect. And, and that's also my Instagram name as well. Beautiful. So Twitter, Instagram, Nat Marlowe underscore in the middle. We are once again joined by... Mr. Matt Hoagland. Matt, tell everybody hello. What's going on, everybody? Where are we finding you on Twitter, my friend? You can find me at The Hoagie Fest. Hoagie is all in caps. The Hoagie Fest, all caps for Hoagie. Guys, we have one thing that we're going to get down to business with here today, and we're going to pretend that you're Gary Bettman. We want to hear... Your plan, once this league starts playing again, once everything resumes, how it resumes, what starts up, you know, we're going to go down the list with the regular season to the playoffs all the way to free agency next year and the beginning of next season. So without further ado, folks, let's get down to business. (laughs) Welcome to the Pod Street Pub, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) And I feel like a moron. John's over there drinking tea, looking like a jack-off, but whatever. I, I hope beer. He had a twist cap. Oh, you had a twist <laughs> cap. Ah, yeah. okay. Well, you should have added like the, you know, something like that. Right. Sorry, Regardless. Guys. You can <laughs> add it in post. Yeah, I can do it. Yeah, that's right. I, I'll, I'll take care of that post-production here. <laughs> Anyways, we have two scenarios here. And the first scenario is if the season picks back up in mid-April. Um, there's been discussions about that. And then the second scenario will be if it's picked up in either June or July. So what we're going to do here is I'm going to start with John. I want to hear, I want to hear everything. I want to hear, well, first we're going to, you know, kind of go sequentially here. Tell me your plan for if the season starts in mid April, just the beginning of the season. I want to know how we kind of get back into the swing of things here, John. Ladies and gentlemen, Jesus. I, I bring to you this special announcement that the National Hockey League will be starting to play hockey again. All right, now I'm just going to start talking. Um, so, yeah, the way I see it is if they're going to start doing hockey things mid-April, there's going to need to be some sort of training camp. So I would give them like a two-week training camp or whatever. Whenever they start, training camp will end May 1st. And then you finish up the season in the month of May. I mean, there's not a whole lot of games left. I believe there's 13 games left in this season. Probably close to that. Yeah, probably close to that for every team. So if you have to finagle the schedule, cram things in, play a lot of back-to-backs, I don't care. It can't go any further than May. Okay, and that works. And to get to how you would approach the season resuming play in June or July, what do you have going on there? No regular season. No regular season. No. Um, unfortunately, I, I I said in the last show, if anybody was paying attention to me, um, that I think we have to be careful to not try to put an asterisk on next season as well. 
So I want to try to start the season and make next season as regular as possible. So I would just unfortunately just go no regular season. We're starting the playoffs with the teams that we have. Okay. A logical approach. You know, I can, I can agree with that. So let's jump over to Nat here. Nat, I want to hear your take on how the season should start back up if it began here in mid-April. Well, the good news is if you started back up in mid to, in mid to late April, you still have a lot of time to get the rest of the regular season's game in as well as have a full postseason. So the way I see it, I would say get all the schedules arranged for the arenas on how you would typically do it for the rest of the season. Use the time you have available as your training camp. Play the rest of the season and then just go into the playoffs as this nothing change. And then whatever time you have remaining and available, then use that as the offseason before training camp and a free agency kicks back in again. That's actually a really good idea because you know there's going to end up being some scheduling conflicts with a lot of these arenas. They're multi-purpose arenas, uh, whether it be a concert, a show, or even another season, another sport. You're going to run into problems like that, scheduling conflicts. So let's say the season picked back up in June or July. What's your plan for that then? If the season picks up in June or July, I mean, I, I've been so conflicted about this. My uh, original idea for both uh, for both scenarios was forget the regular season. Like whoever's in the playoffs at this point, like you're in. You have two weeks and then go at it from this point. Use the two weeks you have available as your training camp and then you go right into playoffs. Um, that was going to be my original idea. But the more I thought about it, the more I thought it was a bad idea. Because Gary Bettman, as much as everyone rags on Bettman, he's not he's not <laughs> dumb. Like he's not no. Dumb. Like he knows how to run his business. He knows how to get fans in, Absolutely. and he knows how to make money off that business. So I think if he were to go that approach, that would just make the league look really bad. So even though I'm fundamentally against um, playing the full regular season and the entire postseason come june and july for a lot of different reasons when it comes to like uh, like keeping the ice of the arenas well good uh you know what i mean mm-hmm. and then how well the players are gonna be able to skate if it just goes back to back to back to back yeah and that kind of scenario you start next season right away there's so many variables that go into this but i think it if if i'm gary bedman if i want to run my business the most successful way possible. I got to get people on my side. I have to keep, you know, the assets as strong as possible. So maybe only play six regular season Kind of use that as the training camp. And then if you make it in the playoffs, you make it in the playoffs. And if you don't, you don't. Save some time a little bit. So you kind of have the best of both worlds right there. Go right into the playoffs. And then maybe a month or a month and a half off season, you have the draft, you have free agency, you have time for the players to rest, so that way you can pick right back up for the 2020-2021 season. Okay. All right. I I agree with you there. I know it was interesting to hear what you initially thought and then what you actually think would happen. So that's, that's pretty neat there. Uh, it sounded like John had something to say. I always have something to say, but no, not this time. Okay, I thought someone was about to interrupt me. I was about to disconnect them from the call. Regardless, <laughs> we're going to move on. Matt, let's get your take here. So, season picks back up mid-April. What's your plan to get things off the launch pad? So, pretty much what everybody else has said. You do like a a week or maybe just a week uh, mini camp for everybody to get their lights back under them. Uh, I don't think we're finishing all, all this games that we still had on the on the calendar probably probably do about half of them then go swing right into playoffs by may 1st at least uh see where that see where that takes us um it's it's tough i i don't know if you guys saw but i know this is all hypothetical hypothetical um but it looks like we're not having any hockey in april at all Um, so (laughs) it really hurts right now um but i think yeah do mini camp um play as many 
many games as you can in April, and then go full swing into playoffs as of uh, May first, like uh, like John had said. It's a solid plan. I, I like that one probably the most. Um, if we're going to move on here, I guess if it starts in June or July, what's your plan for that? Uh, June or July, I've actually thought about it a lot. Um, I think you don't finish the regular season. Whoever's in the playoffs is in the playoffs based off of points percentage. Um, uh, and then I think you do like a two week mini camp. And then I think that first round is kind of like a shortened round, like a best of five type of type of series to just try to get the, get everybody kind of back into their groove in a way. And then rounds two, three and so on will go best of seven. All right. I actually, that's actually a pretty solid plan. I mean, especially with a short amount of time, if you want to get into the next season, might be the best way to do it. Honestly, uh, let's go on to the next order of business and let's talk about the end of the season going into the playoffs and the playoff format. So, John, yeah, with scenario one, you've got hockey starting back up in mid-April. You said training camp for two weeks and then May 1st is when you start back up. Yeah, take that first that month of May to finish up all the season business that you need to. And then I would start the playoffs in June. Now, I thought Nat, Nathaniel, because Nat and Matt sound exactly the same. You're right. Um, I was thinking that was going to confuse somebody there. <laughs> My bad. No, he brought I up get a really that everywhere point. I go. So. <laughs> he brought up a really good point um, with other people using arenas and not really knowing the schedule. Um, so I'm going to kind of steal that because I really didn't have that initial thought in mind. But I think that rounds one and two could be best of five. That way you have a little bit of maneuvering, a little finagling room. And then you do conference finals and Stanley Cup still be best of seven because I want the playoffs to be done by the end of August. When August is over, the playoffs need to be over. Okay. And you're right. I think that might be the best way to do it. Uh, just for clarification, shut, God, shut your mouth. Jesus. Um, you said you want the Stanley cup playoffs to be done by August, correct? Yes. End of August. So that's our first two rounds. You do best of five series. You know, I know the, the, you know, traditionalists will be like, but whatever, (laughs) shut up. Um, and then you kind of keep that tradition with the conference finals and the Stanley cup. Beautiful. Now we get to the scenario number two, where we start in either June or July. You had previously mentioned no regular season. How are you going to jump into the playoffs if you jump into the playoffs? So I just want to let you know when I did this, I had July in mind, not June. Okay. I don't know why, but I didn't think June or July. I just thought July. So my postseason would begin Saturday, July 11th. That's because once you could start, up playing hockey you'd get a training camp until friday july 10th okay and then start the postseason now again i want to try to prevent the asterisk for next season so you go round one and yeah round one is a three-game series i know i know round two and and three and you know the conference finals would be a five-game series and then stanley cup finals are seven-game series Okay. At that same time, because you don't have a you don't have an end to the regular season, I say you do a tournament for the lottery. Okay. That you kind of jumped ahead on me there because we were going to talk about the draft next because that's kind of the line of succession here, but but I didn't will... really jump ahead because I was talking about the same period of time. You're well that's true. Yeah. You're going to say you're right again, and then you bit your tongue. You did. <laughs> I did not bite my tongue. I just held myself back. But regardless, I think we're going to go on because what I was going to say there is something I would catch crap from John for. This time, let's go Matt here. I want to hear what Matt has to say about scenario one and how you would start the playoffs. Um. Like I said, May 1st, we start the playoffs. Uh, I think we just do a full swing Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, best, of, best of seven series all the way through. And, uh, you st- I mean, you still have to have that that weak mini camp or something like that just to get their legs under them. But uh, best of seven series all the way through and uh, award that Stanley Cup by however long it takes. I'm sure it'll probably be like June or July at that point. Okay. And then June or July, 
when it starts back up in June or July, if it starts back up in June or July, how are you going to format the playoffs? Um, I actually really like John's idea of doing that uh, that best of three uh, miniseries in the first round. And I know a lot of people will not like that because it's kind of like a do or die situation. But uh, do that best of three. And then I think you would do that for round one. Round two, you go back to uh, round two throughout. You go back to that best of seven just to get that condensed schedule and be ready for September, October for when you're trying to get that next season regular season started back up okay i kind of like that better you know having a couple more games to decide an actual stanley cup winner let's be honest the stanley cup's the most coveted prize in all sports i think there needs to be you know a little more playing being done so nathaniel here let's get your first scenario and how the playoffs will unfold under that scenario in terms of uh like how the format's going to be? Yeah, how I guess how are you going to get into the playoffs? Um, how are we going to ease into the playoffs as a league? I think easing into the playoffs as a league, I think if you can keep things as traditional as possible, I think that's going to serve you well. But, you know, we're in untraditional times right now. So um, you have to make changes no matter what. So I think as we, you know, ease into the playoffs, you know, you know, why not have a couple of shortened rounds? You know, why not have uh, three games round one, three games round two, and then come the Eastern Conference and Western Conference Finals, you have a seven-game series, and then the Stanley Cup Final, obviously, a seven-game series. I, that way, I think you get as much hockey as possible in as short of a time frame as possible. I think that will do the league well i think it will serve the players well i think that will serve the fans well because you know like i said before we are living in untraditional times right now and we've everyone has had to make sacrifices and i think as long as we get hockey in some way somehow i think most people are going to be happy with that oh absolutely i can tell you right now that i am just dying to get some actual hockey on my television that isn't a rerun of game six of 2010 where i have to relive that heartbreak all over again (laughs) i literally spent and i'm not kidding you this my son and i he's three weeks old i spent the time that that was on tv narrating that game for him bless you and explaining to him how that was the first time his dad had ever had his heart broken (laughs) oh no that was the first that was that was the first time it happened more frequently as college went on but hey derek i have a question for you sure when it was happening were you going it's bringing on the heartbreak listen no i'm really enjoying having these two guys on here and i'd appreciate Can't it if you didn't scare them off you got the best of me oh, derek, I'm, already on. I'm loving every second i love it <laughs> I'm completely outnumbered here, but to answer your question, no, I was actually at that game physically watching it, and I remember oh, no. watching that no. TV. Like, oh, that played so much now. Yeah, and I was at that game, and I remember when Patrick Kane scored that goal. All of us were standing there. The entire crowd didn't know what the hell just happened. There's a guy watching the television that's in the suite that I was in, and he goes, it's a goal, and I've never screamed the F-bomb louder than I think I did that day. And the entire, like, walk out of the Wells Fargo, it was, the I think, Wachovia Center at the time. Um, the entire walk out of there, the entire two-hour drive home, I just, I could have cried. I could have sulked just for weeks. It was horrendous. Uh, <laughs> but getting back on track here, we want to get to scenario two with Nathaniel here. Season picks back up in June or July. You said... No regular season. We're going to do a two-week camp. Did he say that? Are you sure he said no regular season? I don't think he said that. Oh, no, I'm sorry. You said like about half the regular season games. My apologies. I wrote down if what you were to play like six thought. or seven. Yes. I think my original thought was no regular season. And then I changed my mind on it. I'm like, 
because then I realized how bad of an idea that was from a uh, from a business standpoint. Yes, I wrote down both those scenarios. My note-taking abilities have drastically dropped since college, but please proceed in how you would proceed with the playoff situation here. So the playoff situation, um, when it comes to picking hockey back up in June or July, realistically, you probably wouldn't be able to start playoffs until mid-August or early September. So in my mind, I'm probably thinking, get, get as much hockey as you can possibly in, but make it as fast as possible. So ideally, six-game regular season, so that way I'm not screwing uh, – so that way I'm not screwing every team in the league right now. And I want to give every team that's still in it a fighting chance. So mm-hmm. make it five, six, or seven games somewhere within that range. Come playoff time. First round, I really hate to say best of three, but if I want things to proceed as fast as possible and also maintaining some sort of quality, I might have to make that sacrifice there. Make it a best of three series round one, rounds two and three, best of five, Stanley Cup final, best of seven. Then maybe you could potentially end the playoffs by the beginning of October. It, it absolutely makes sense. You know, when you think about it, the playoffs are pretty essential to this league. You know, it, it, a lot of money comes from the playoffs. Uh, advertising, you know, extra revenue for the teams that make it, you know, with concessions and things like that. Any type of extra revenue for those teams, I'm sure, is welcome, especially considering what's going on right now. But, you know, the three games in the first round makes sense to me. I like that idea. I think that, you know, you have to have some type of series. It can't just be a one-off, like, okay, winner of this game moves on. You know, there's got to be some type of best of. Uh, second, third round in five games, I like that progression as well. You know, instead of being three, those games matter a little more. You know, draw it out a little longer. Stanley Cup Final has to be seven games. There's no two ways about it. Am I, am I wrong? If you have to keep some sort of tradition, keep that tradition for sure. Yeah. Nice. Right. Absolutely. So we move on here. Uh, Stanley Cup finals are over. The Flyers are crowned champions, hopefully. And (laughs) we move on to the NHL draft. So John kind of dipped his toe in this a little bit. And he said that for scenario two, you want to do a tournament to decide who wins the lottery. Yeah, so I guess we'll just start there. Maybe we'll do July scenario first sure so yeah i think i think that it would be interesting and maybe give the other teams who didn't make the playoffs some sort of thing to do you know i mean at this point you're really just trying to pull out as much creative stuff as you can um because the season is just so bizarre at this point the hockey year is so bizarre at this point so i think it would be a neat idea that way a lot of those teams can start to – it's almost like a pre-training camp before the training camp next year. Mm-hmm. Um, get a little bit of hockey. You know, it's not as much lag time as uh, it would be if there was nothing. And I'm not ex- sure exactly how you do it, but you try to – you know, you create seating very similar um, to how the playoffs are done. And then the team that wins that – would win the lottery and then you could kind of go the first three or the first two, maybe like the, the two finalists would be one and two and then do everything else normal. I don't know. I mean, they don't pay me the big bucks to figure that out, but I think it would be cool to do something like that. Um, then I would have draft weekend be the weekend of September 11th and 12th and then free. Did you want me to touch on free agency or am I not doing that yet? We'll touch on free agency last year. Okay, so yeah, so then the draft would be September 11th and 12th for the July. If we did it the August, I mean the the April, whew, I'm having a hard time here, boys. <laughs> the April um, scenario, I would have the draft start the weekend of the 4th and 5th, so the weekend before that. Okay, so September 4th and 5th for scenario one. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you would continue the tourney for scenario one as well. No, the tor- no, I wouldn't do the tournament for scenario one because you'd okay. be finishing the season. 
Okay. So you just do a typical draft lottery the way it's done now. Yeah, because essentially those games will be played. The season games will be played. In July, they wouldn't be. So Okay. Perfect. Well, then we're going to jump over to Nathaniel here. Nate, I want to get your input on the first scenario and how you would handle the NHL draft and what happens with that. The draft, I would keep as consistent as possible. There's this controversy going around the NFL draft right now where Roger Goodell wants to maintain the draft, but it's going to be like at on-site locations, but you run the risk of spreading the coronavirus around. And what's uh, devastating about that is that he's not letting people within his organization criticize that. But at the same time, it's like, well, you're having the draft at physical locations. So why don't you just make an electronic draft where you, or essentially like a Zoom draft where everyone's having all these college courses through the Zoom app or or uh, whatever it's called, and everyone's taking online classes that way. So why not have an online draft in that respect? So I think if the NFL were to adopt that, and if the NHL were to adopt that, why not go through there? So play the regular season, play the postseason, and keep the draft primarily the way it is. But if you're... I'm trying to think of how to phrase this. I would basically say make it an online draft. Okay. So instead of having the big crowd there, instead of having all the players and the prospects involved, have it be mainly like a kind of like what we're doing, like on Skype right now. Yeah. All right. That's. I, I have a question. Some of the organizational logistic problems as well, where instead of having it in a big city like yeah it sucks for that big city at the time but i think if you delay that a year and then make the sacrifice now make an electronic draft uh in this year then you can have the big city draft next year you're right and i mean you're gonna have to make some sacrifices no matter what with the way this is all playing out so it makes sense in the long-term approach uh john you wanted to add something here yeah i just have a question um so would you keep the draft in June, or would you push it till after the playoffs? I don't think, because of the way it's set up, I don't really think it's plausible to have it in June unless we implement your tournament style. And if I can like add something to your tournament style, why not make it March Madness style? The way the seedings are now, just make whoever's the one seed, the one seed, a 16 seed, a 16 seed, right. have them face off against each other, and like whoever comes out strong in the end. You know, gets the number one draft pick, and then so on and so forth. Ooh, I like that. I like so that I'm just, I, th- I think what I'm just wondering is if we were to wait for the draft, like let's say we keep that kind of same chain of events going where it's like after the Stanley Cup, you still could have an in-person draft if it's, say, in September. I mean, could. We don't know what the world's going to be like in September. Um, but do you agree with that or do you feel like it's just safer to do it online um i think it's safer to do it online primarily because of the like the health factor obviously but i think you speed things up as well and i think like if i'm gary bettman running this business right now like i want to speed things up as much as possible in order to maintain like the quality of my business as well like sometimes like sometimes you sacrifice quality for the sake of speed but in these in these times i think it would be worth it like make the short-term sacrifice that way you can have more long-term success but if everything does like turn out right sooner rather than later then yeah i think you can still have an in-person draft all right all right i'm done talking derek you can go back to doing your thing finally uh scenario two here (laughs) tell us how you would handle the nhl draft if the season started back up in june or july nathaniel i'm sorry say that again so uh the season starts back up in june or july the second scenario here how would you handle the nhl draft through that scenario through that scenario um pretty much like i said before like keep it uh as traditional as possible 
uh, like just play play out through the regular season in the playoffs. And what I mean, keep it as traditional as possible. Like try to make as few changes as you possibly can mm-hmm. from the way it's typically done. So unless we implement that that tournament idea, like I want to keep things as consistent as possible, but that same time, uh, like keep the keep the pace going. Like if anything, increase the pace of it. So keep things as tight as possible. Like very few off days as much you possibly can. Make things as fast as possible. That way, you don't have to worry about making the regular season and the postseason bleed into the vast majority of the summer months come next season. So I would say, like, ideally in this situation we're in right now, play the regular season, play the postseason immediately after the Stanley Cup Finals, have the draft immediately after that, take, like, maybe two weeks rest, training camp, preseason, postseason. Okay. And I like that idea. I like, you know, the fast pace. Let's keep things up. Let's do this. Let's do that. You know, because ultimately you're going to have another season to play shortly thereafter. So you don't want it to bleed in too much to that. And there's also one more event that we need to talk about here after we're going to get to Matt, who I'd like to hear what he would do about the NHL draft in the first scenario with the season starting in mid-April. Sure. So uh, if we if we start up mid-April, uh, typically, and we said playoffs start May 1st, uh, typically, what, playoffs are two months? So that would take us to like June 31st, I would say. I say give them like a week and a half off um, and then do like the draft like that July 10th, July 11th, uh, that weekend. Uh, kind of gives the GMs and the teams a little bit of like rest and re- relaxation throughout this whole process and uh, just go from there. Um, kind of gives you <clears throat> a little bit of leeway in between our next topic as well uh that i'll touch on so sure yeah and with scenario two here uh you had mentioned with the playoffs kind of the same format as john but seven games in rounds two and three instead of john saying five games in round two and three how would you approach the draft then in that scenario uh, I think you're still doing a draft in, it's a, in September at this point. Uh, probably, like John said, doing that like September 11th weekend, just kind of doing something real quick uh, right before the regular season uh, starts up. Perfect. All right. Then we get to free agency. This is a time of year that Flyers fans either love or hate. Last year, it was a pretty good split. Everybody wanted to clamor over what happened with Kevin Hayes and the contract that he got. Look who's laughing now. Anyways, we're going to get to John here. Scenario one, how are you going to handle free agency and the time allotted for that? So this is actually very simple because I can put put this for both scenarios. Okay. The Monday after the weekend of the draft, free agency starts. All right. So if it's – yeah. Well, think about it. We're dealing with both my, my suggestions. We're in September. We want to get this done with. So you go draft and then boom, free agency and talk about an exciting free agency period. Because if you're going to try to start up the season like mid-October, mid to late October, right, there are going to be teams just Fighting so quick, overpaying these guys to make sure they get them on their team. I mean, this would be an exciting free agency to cover because just so much would happen so fast. I'll tell you, I'm kind of anxious to cover that if it happens that way. That's for sure. Um, Ready to be wild. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're going to have to be refreshing your Twitter feed every three seconds, you know? You know, and just one little thing that that I've heard other people say, like downtime I think would be great, but I just feel like – if we want to get in the playoffs and try to get everything that we should be getting from a hockey year, there's going to be no downtime. It's just going to be a marathon until next summer hits. Um, <laughs> it's just going to be a lot of craziness. So embrace the chaos. We go draft and then free agency like a day after. It's At this point, it's kind of got to be balls to the wall, you know, event <laughs> after event after event. You know, get it done, essentially. Yep. Yeah, so let's jump over to Matt 
here. Matt, I want to get your take. Scenario one with April being the start date for the resuming date for the games. How are you handling free agency with, uh, with that scenario here? Sure. So I said uh, we're doing like a draft July 10th, July 11th. I think you kind of give uh, the GMs another break as well because it's, it's a – they're probably beating themselves up between regular season, postseason, now the draft, and now they have to go through free agency as well. I say go August 1st, do free agency, and then you're, you're doing like uh, your, uh, your camp mid to late August at that point. That way you have time to get those those free agency guys onto the team, onto the roster as well. All right, and scenario two here with it starting in June or July, how are you going to handle the free agency period? Uh, I like what John said uh, with that. If the draft's in September, that following Monday, that that's when uh, free agency starts for for that late that late start to uh, to June July. Awesome, perfect. And now Nathaniel, let's get to you here. Let's talk about. The season starting in mid-April and then all the way down to free agency. I'm not going to recap everything we've all said here, but how are you going to handle the free agency period in that scenario here? Yeah, free agency, if the season were to start right now and like things were to play out the way to play out, like keep things as traditional as possible, like not make too many changes. Um, I'm with John on this one, like pretty much – the month, the Monday right after the draft, like make free agency start free agency right then and there, if not sooner. Um, it's not like the GMs are sleeping on talent right now. I mean, maybe like one or two here and there, but as much as everyone's not focused on hockey right now, the GMs are focused on making their team better uh, every which way they can. So why not just make free agency happen right after the NHL draft? And especially if the regular season were to start now, like you can still keep things as traditional as you possibly can. So the way I see it, keep things pretty much the way they are, just delayed a month. So I guess I'm assuming you'd probably want to do the same thing then in the second scenario. In the second scenario? Yes. If I'm Gary Bettman, I'm going to find a way to get myself booed. Ah. (laughs) That's not going to be hard, let's be honest. As a marketing tactic. (laughs) Here's what I would do if I was Gary Bettman in the second scenario. Okay. What I would do, I would throw a monkey wrench in there and then make free agency start either during or before the draft. Okay. That is going to – he's going to get so much crap if he were to ever do that. But the way I see it, Gary Bettman uses – negative press as a way to make his business better so if the season were to pick up in either june or july why not throw that monkey wrench in there throw everyone for a loop in that regard and then i have everyone talking about nhl free agency and then some it's actually an interesting tactic and it brings up that old saying any press is good press I'd be curious to see how this would work out because when you think about it, the way a team approaches free agency and the draft is somewhat similar in regards to what needs each team has. So your top teams that are in the top five have a need that they're going to be able to address immediately, presumably, because some of these guys are NHL ready. And you let's say, you know, whoever's drafting first, let's say it's Detroit. Uh, they pick up uh, a scoring winger. Let's say that's what they need. I'm not sure. Are they then going to try to pursue a scoring winger in free agency as well? Or does that open the door for another team that needs that? And they just say, hey, screw it. Let's go defense in the draft. We can develop this guy for a year maybe. Or maybe he's ready too. That would be a really interesting caveat to it. Because like you said, it throws a wrench in really everybody's plans because teams could almost be out to screw each other over here by saying, I need this, but I'm going to get it here instead of here. I'm going to get it in the draft instead of free agency. It'll make it hockey game of Thrones. Yes. (laughs) And I'm all for that. I say the hell with it. Let's do it. I'm siding with Nathaniel on this one. Now free agency's done the start of the 2020, 2021 season. I'm just going to pose this as simply 
as I possibly can. And Nathaniel, let's stick with you here real quick. Does the happenings of this season affect the start to next season? In the sense of, what do you mean? Like uh, start date. Let's say, are we pushing the start of next season back? I think one way or the other, it's inevitable to have the current start date, what it is, not get pushed back. I think you have to push it back to some degree. Um, if I'm Gary Bettman in this scenario, I would I would stick to as close to the start date as I possibly can. So when I have to move it, so hopefully I won't have to move it too far. Okay, perfect. And Matt? How do you see this all unfolding? Keep that start date as firm as possible. Unless this coronavirus is really screwing us and it's taking us to August, then you kind of have to bite the bullet and uh, kind of make a a decision that you know you don't want to make at that point and have to push it back. So Awesome. And John, what do you think? Well, listen, boys, if you've ever listened to this show, you know that I am not an optimist. <laughs> No. I'm a realist and I think regardless it's going to be pushed back now that doesn't mean that it needs to even go into November right I mean it, it can still start in October but I think that like it's it might start a weekend later um, if we get into that July time it's definitely going to be more late October hopefully um, but I have an interesting idea for how to start the season if okay. I'm allowed that. Proceed. So I think you started. I think you started on a weekend, right? So you go fr- Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I know we're dealing with October. You're competing with football, but listen, hockey die diehards are going to watch hockey. Yep. Friday, you have one or two like marquee matchups. Maybe the biggest rivalry is going on right now. Saturday, you make it hockey day in North America, kick off the season, starting with games at like 9 a.m. And you just do all day long hockey. Get like a few games on all of the NBC networks and all that stuff at 9, same thing at like 11.30, and just go throughout the entire day celebrating things being back to normal. I mean, I'm up for that no matter what. Yes. Right? Wouldn't that be cool? I love it. I think it's just that it's like a finally we're back kind of celebration thing. You know, you maybe get some uh, hockey legends to do like guest appearances for calling the games or whatever. Like get Gretzky in there like a color guy or whatever. You know, it, it could be really interesting. And um, yeah, so I'm going to pitch that to my boy Gary later. Yeah, perfect. I, I would love to hear the result of that conversation. <laughs> all right so guys if we're gonna cap things off here i just you wanna... didn't mention it you, you forgot about matt matt i did i asked matt if are you not paying no, you attention didn't. matt no, you did didn't I, did i ask you matt? john i went before you you went before me i thought no didn't john, matt? You, went, john you went last did i yeah you yeah. went first the entire time except for this last one <laughs> i had to throw these guys a bone here because you've been taking up the airtime. all right well Sorry, well, it's his guys. show, so I can't blame him. <laughs> Holy. All right. Well, all right. I have a minor lapse. Minor lapse. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, so real quick, let's just go through this. John, give me from start to finish your – Oh, you don't want to do that, man. Come nope. on. No, you don't, you don't yeah. want to do that? No. <laughs> no. Right. Oh, come on, guys. We got some time to fill here. <laughs> no, go to the question thing. The, what was the one what with the people? Thing? We didn't do questions the, this week. No, I've got other got, stuff we can talk about Somebody put here. some – yeah, the thing, the talking point. Uh, the, that you, the, yeah, some... check the rundown, dude. I don't do this for fun. <laughs> oh, please tell me it's the thing that's coming up. What thing? What, what thing? Is it the one the, that uh, I put in there? What were we planning on talking about? Tiger King? <laughs> Oh, 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 yes. So, folks, there's an internet sensation. I should say Netflix sensation. It's called Tiger King. I've seen it. Who who else here has seen it? I got through the whole thing yesterday. Started at 1030, got done at 430. Nathaniel's seen it. John, have you seen it? You know, I haven't, but I looked at the trailer because I hadn't even heard of it until I saw you guys talk about it on Twitter. I can't believe someone finally found my Uncle Timmy. (laughs) 
<laughs> I've been looking for that son of a gun for like 10 years. I didn't know he was the freaking Tiger King. Well, he's serving 20 odd years in jail right now. So uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> that sounds about right. All right. So Matt, you haven't seen it yet or have you? I, I've seen bits and pieces. My bits fiance pieces. watched it. I, I, I was working and I was sick as well. And I was like, I can't, I don't have any, any time to, <laughs> to waste on oh, this. It's the easiest watch though. It is uh, that. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> is it's, it now? It was just. It, I'm not kidding you. It's one of those series where, like, the first episode, you're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that happened," and then the next episode tops it, and the episode after that tops that. It gets more and more crazy as you go. It, is it fake? No, they're real it's people out there. No. It's got to be fake. Do you know you can buy a tiger for $2,000? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Where are we keeping it? Who cares? <laughs> All right. It's like a dog. Just tame it. Make sure it doesn't bite you, you know? Hokey, you got room in your apartment? In my 800-square-foot apartment? <laughs> Hell no. Oh, come you on. can own any big cat these days. Like There are people Listen. that own bobcats. There are people that own cougars. It's hey. insane. I it got is two insane. cats of my own, and they run the apartment already, so I don't need any any big cat. I would love well, to know how my dog. A bit easier to handle. I would love to know how my dog would get along with a tiger. <laughs> I want to know how my neighbors would get along with a tiger. You wouldn't have well, to worry about your neighbors. Built, um, him playing around with dachshunds. Yeah, it's true. There were like three of them there. Yeah, it, it's insane. Like this, ugh, the show blew my mind. It just like. The people involved, the storylines and what was happening, and I'm not obviously going to give anything away here aside from the fact that you Carol Baskin, Carol Baskin killed her husband. I, she did it. Uh, but, <laughs> but the real question is the real did question. She beat him to the tigers. Yes, absolutely. You make a a comment like she did about the the smell of that guy's sneakers, and not feed your husband to the tigers. Come on. She did it. She's Matt, guilty. Matt, should we leave? Yeah, get out now. <laughs> I just opened up my third beer, so it's just going to get worse, guys. I'm uh, I'm watching this show. What is it called, Derek? I keep calling it the Latchkey Kids, but that's not what it is. Uh, what is it, like Lock and Key, I think you said? Lock and Key, yeah. I'm watching that on Netflix. Anybody see that? I know the stuff that John's watching more than he mm-hmm. does. Isn't that sad? <laughs> that is pretty sad. <laughs> Well, it's pretty good, guys. I, I I might have to look at it. Yeah, it's good. It's it's got a bunch of keys in it, yeah. and just oh, the the uh, the bad the evil villain is a smoke show. Ooh, yeah. Like, and she's like terrorizing this little boy, and I was just like, man, if my monsters looked like that when I was a kid, it'd be I'd, a whole different ball game. I'd never have a nightmare. No, I'd have nightmares all the time. I'd be praying for them. <laughs> I'd be having different kinds of dreams if you catch my drift here. Hey, uh, now, all right. Maybe we should go to that talking point about that joke. <laughs> all right, so real quick here, uh, we're just going to go down the line. What are you guys doing, uh, aside from watching Tiger King, Latchkey Kids, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> what else are you guys doing with your time off, if you have time off, your quarantine time, let's call it that. So we'll start with you, John. Um, I'm sitting in front of a typewriter, and I'm writing, all work and no play makes Johnny a dull boy, over and over and over and over again. Can thing seriously here? Jesus Christ. Well, no. <laughs> I mean, what am I doing, man? Like, I got a two-and-a-half-year-old. Well, she'll be three in May. I'm doing whatever that little one wants to do, and she's been a real snot the past few days. Talk about somebody who's struggling with this whole social distance thing. Like, she'll <laughs> want something, and then the second you get it for her, she's like, I don't want But we have, a, we have another one on the way, so I've been doing a lot of clearing out of junk and stuff in the basement. I'm making a garden. Believe it or not. Oh, John gonna, with the green yeah. thumb. Yeah, I know. I'm throwing down some mulch and stuff like that. Except I went to Home Depot. Dude, what a mistake that was. I know <laughs> you're not happened? supposed to. Well, <clears throat> there's a line around the building because they only let a few people in 
to Home Depot at a time. So I drove all the way to Home Depot and I get there and there's just a line around the building. And these all these people are there for like work. You can tell that this is part of their profession. You know, they're getting supplies from Home Depot. They look freaking miserable. I, st- I sp- spent maybe like five minutes on the line. And I was like, the hell with this. It's not happening. <laughs> so I just ended up ordering it online. Makes sense. That's what I would do. I'm too lazy to get out and go somewhere aside from the grocery store. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even want to do that anymore, dude. Neither Grocery stores, miserable place. There's Ooh. signs everywhere that's like six feet equals six tiles. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, so Nathaniel, what are you doing with your time off here, man? So with the actual time off, like I'm actually playing a lot of video games, playing some good ones, like catch up on some uh, some old Assassin's Creed games. Ooh. Been playing through that. Like obviously, got to play some some cell in there. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I got to get my hockey fixed somehow, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm getting mine by reliving heartbreaks while, you know, you're making <laughs> dreams come true with the Flyers raising a Stanley Cup in the NHL. <laughs> Video game numbers. But, no, I hear you. Uh, actually, like, a lot of my time has uh, has been at work, you know. Actually, I got more hours at the station uh, because, um, like, most of the building has been cleared out. They asked me if I felt comfortable coming in i'm like yeah like especially with fewer and fewer people coming into the actual building i actually feel safer coming in now all things considering that and i got a like my last job it's in uh it's in new jersey so mm-hmm. that's suspended so i can't go there so i'm thankful that i got more hours at work i gotta pay the bill somehow Absolutely. and uh yeah i'm just happy to be doing what i'm doing i'm happy i have the time off when i have the time off but i'm happy to still be working in general happy that things uh you know are as normal as they can be for me yeah it's it's been tough you know it's i can't i can't say it's been easy it hasn't been easy but i'm thankful that things have been going as smooth as they've been going and no one can take that away from me good man i'm really happy to hear that you know it's good that you're keeping some level of consistency in your life with everything around it just kind of going crazy and right now uh, everything around all of our lives really uh, Matt, what have you been doing to pass your time, man? Uh, so fortunately, I've been still able to work, uh, working from home. Um, I'm a lumber salesman, but so literally, I kind of sit in front of my computer, do takeoffs on my computer, door takeoffs, whatever. Uh, unfortunately, all of Boston construction sites got shut down, so that really hurt uh, me personally and and the store as well. Um, but there's still some smaller guys that are outside the city that are working. So it, I'm still fortunate enough to, to be working and hanging out. Uh, when I'm not working, I like, like Nat said, I've been playing a ton of video games. Uh, my brother got me hooked into a game called doom and that's been yeah. a whirlwind of a game. <laughs> um, when you're playing the, uh, doom eternal or the one that came out in 2016. So I just finished, uh, the one that came out in 2016 and I just started, uh, eternal last night. And it was getting it was getting me to a point where I almost threw my controller because I was getting pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I played a ton of COD. Uh, I also started rewatching the Marvel movies because that's always a good time. Yo, did you just say you're eating a ton of COD? Playing a ton of COD. Call of Duty. Oh, I was yeah. like, whoa! We kind of threw that in there. Quick. Move our words. Eating oh. a lot of fish. Jeez, old we man John isn't hip with the lingo here. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, rewatching all the Marvel movies and uh, just hanging out and trying not to kill my fiance on uh, every other day. <laughs> she was at least she's not working. She was at least nice enough to like wish us fun on the podcast here today. So can you please tell her that we thanked her for that? <laughs> I will. That was cute. I will. <laughs> Yeah, uh, myself, I, I've been spending a lot of time with uh, my, my newborn. I'm finally home from work. I'm off for two weeks, which is nice. I'll get to spend some time with him. I, I'm not going to lie. I've not touched my Xbox in weeks, probably months. Uh, it's just been hectic around here between the birth of him and having to change these dirty, dirty, smelly diapers and uh, trying to get some stuff organized with the website as well. But at the same rate, you know, it's been a blessing to be able to spend that time with him and, you know, see him grow. He's gotten so big and it's crazy and I'm not going to cry here, I promise. 
<laughs> but uh, it, it's nice. I, I'm valuing the time that I have at home right now. I'm thankful for it. Uh, it's, you know, less than stellar circumstances, but, you know, so be it. So one last question we're going to leave everybody with here. Uh, no need to explain. I'm sure everybody listening right now will understand your uh, answers here. Nathaniel, if you're going to be quarantined with one Flyers player, who's it going to be? Oh, one Flyers. Ooh, that's there's so many good ones, but my go-to is Travis Konechny. I like it. I like <laughs> he it. He would be so much fun to quarantine with. Oh, you know it. Absolutely he would. Matt, same question. Go with my boy Scotty Lawton. Scott Lawton. He might kill you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. That, that he keep me on my toes. <laughs> John, who are you quarantining with here? Can I can I not pick a player? You're gonna choose Gritty, aren't you? No, I'm not going to choose Gritty. I, but I know who you're picking. I'm going to choose AV because there's only few a few other people that like to underwater basket weave quite like myself. <laughs> we could fill, we could fill up the tub, throw on our swim trunks, and just basket- make you a good martini. Exactly, martinis, bathtubs, and underwater basket weaving. Man, that that's all you need. And somebody who says process. <laughs> I gotta gather myself here. <laughs> Oh God! I, Did you just imagine I'm, I walk into the bathroom to take a leak, and Navy's in the tub, and I'm like, "Man, you've been working on that basket for quite some time." He's like, "Oh, it's a process." We walk in the grinding. <laughs> Come on in here for a martini. Come on, play with some jam in there. Be an effing basket weaver. <laughs> you got to show it. God. Uh, well, no matter what I say here, it's not going to matter, and it's just not going to top what you guys just said. I'd probably take Giroud just because our kids could play together and they could keep each other entertained while I go do other stuff. But <laughs> your kid's like nine days old; he's not going to be playing with anything. Ah, well, at least he'll be kept busy with another kid. You know, I saw that video of baby Giroud, Gavin, I believe, like jumping in his little like swing, and I was like, I hope my kid can do that soon because that'll keep him busy. <laughs> Definitely right. him and Gavin can get along, like your wife and Drew's wife can get along, you and Joe yeah. There along. you go. Yeah, and what I do with my dog, because my dog's so crazy, I take her downstairs, we have all concrete walls, I have a hockey stick and some balls down there that I just bat around, and she chases them, so me and him could go down there, hit some around to her, and you know, keep her busy for a while, I can play some hockey with Claude Giroux, I'd be happy. Yo, did Tasha ever realize you broke that window down there? No, she didn't, and you better keep your damn mouth shut. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, dude, bad, bad, bad day. Very bad day in the Bob, or at least for me. <laughs> but regardless, we've reached the end of the episode here. The Pod Street Pub is closing. You sang this song already. Can you sing something original? Like sing "Closing Time." Like that's more appropriate here. No, it's not. Yeah, it I, is. Listen, it's closing I, time with the Pottery Voiced Pub. men really well. <laughs> Whatever you say. Anyways, so together. before I can try to cut John off one more time, Nathaniel, <laughs> can you please, one more time, let everybody know where they can find you at home? Yeah, so on Twitter, you can follow me at Nat underscore Marlowe. That is spelled uh, N-A-T underscore M-A-R-L-O-W-E. And that's also the same uh, name as my Instagram handle. Wonderful. You can find him producing at 97.5 The Fanatic as well. Matt. Hopefully once the Flyer season comes back up, I'll be producing more Flyers highlights for you. Yes, absolutely. And we are looking forward to that. Matt, can you let us know where the people listening can find you as well? You can find me on Twitter at TheHoagieFest. It's spelled T-H-E. Hoagies all caps. H-O-A-G-I-E-F-E-S-T. And I'm on Instagram at uh, HoagieDude21. Awesome. And John, finally, please, God, Mm -hmm. don't sing to us. But let us know and let the people listening know where they can find our podcast. This is my big moment. (laughs) So you can find find us on Twitter at PodSTBullies. You can find this, uh, this podcast on all of your various listening platforms, iTunes, um, Spotify, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and my favorite, Matt, would you like to? I would love to. Podmuncher. Podmuncher. That's the best.
Pod Muncher is the best one. You know, you do have to put in a a date to prove that you're over 18. Of course, you can always just make one up, but I highly recommend using that one. Uh, put headphones on, though. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think that's about all I got. Turn the volume down for the first 30 seconds of that one. Uh, but I'm Derek. You can find me at Pod Street Bob. You can find John at Pod Street Go. Always, you can find the Pod Street Bullies, Pod ST Bullies. Once again, stepping on John's turf here. But I will leave you guys as I always leave you and say, let's go, Flyers. Bye now. See ya.